Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. Calling All Sports heard on 15 stations in three states. Thanks to Arby's and Lewis Drug for being our almost lifelong sponsors. I had somebody yesterday ask me how long they'd been with us, and I think Arby's has pretty much been here since the beginning, which was May 3rd, 2010. I remember that because that was the day before my birthday. And uh, on the second day of the show, Mike actually snuck my mom on as a guest to wish me happy birthday and probably tell stories that we shouldn't have told. So, yeah, we've been around for a while and uh, plan on being around for a lot longer and keeping Mr. Riggs involved with the show in some capacity, wherever you may be, right? Yeah, who knows? I, I'm just kind of, I've become this worldly traveler and, <laughs> and who knows where I may end up with a career. We'll, well see. regardless of where that is, we'll still get you on the show a lot because this is fun. All right, speaking of world travelers, how about our next guest? Uh, Bergen Riley joins us, the O'Gorman grad, the Sioux Falls girl, who uh, has just gotten home from a rather decorated uh, first season at the University of Nebraska. What a year it's been. Are you looking forward to just having some downtime and being out of the spotlight for a bit? Yeah, this break will definitely be nice. We haven't had much breaks this year, especially with our foreign trip during the summer. So I'm excited to have some downtime. As you look back on things, because uh, it was right about now, you graduated early from O'Gorman and went off to Nebraska a semester earlier than most. How beneficial was that? Oh, it was huge. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made, just going in and having six, seven extra months of experience than other freshmen did, and um, just getting to know all the girls. It really helped our team chemistry going in early, and so um, it helped in a lot of aspects, even with school, just helped me to get adjusted to college. So I'm so glad that I did it, even though it was a little hard in the t- at the time. Well, chemistry is obviously important in any team sport, but in, in volleyball, I think I've said this many times, I'm just, I'm just so impressed and amazed at how much of that exists on that floor. You have to almost be able to anticipate everybody else on your team, which is what chemistry is, especially in your position as setter. How, tell me about the process of becoming acclimated with your teammates in that position. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big chemistry position just because you have to know your hitters and how they like their sets, but also just kind of how they respond to feedback. And so, um, it takes a lot of work outside of the gym. Um, just like going to coffee, going and getting lunch, whatever it was, just getting to know each other off the court so that we can have that trust on the court. And that was huge for us this year. Just having no seniors, we kind of had to really lean into each other and lean into the entire team. And so that team chemistry helped us through a lot. Curtis, I know you're a football guy, so I'm going to use a football term here. You were really the quarterback of the team, weren't you? Yep, yeah. You enjoy that because the game flows through you. Yeah, I I really like that about being a setter. I love that I pretty much get to touch the ball every time it's on our side of the net, and um, I just kind of get to make the decisions for the team. And so I like that a lot. And that's kind of one of my favorite things about being a setter is that you're in control. And so in those hard moments, you can kind of 
the team will look to you to make some decisions, and it's a lot of pressure sometimes, but I've always kind of liked that. Bergen, how was that playing uh, in the football stadium in front of that many fans, and did you guys have a chance to practice there? Did it change the perception? Was it tough? I mean, tell us about that. Yeah, we practiced, so it was on a Wednesday. We practiced there Tuesday afternoon and then Wednesday morning, so only twice, but those practices went pretty well, actually. There was pretty much no wind at those practices, so we were pretty excited for that, and then we got to the beginning of the game, and it was a little windy, and so it was a little bit of an adjustment. It was definitely hard from the setter position just because the passes and the digs and all that, especially when they would get high, the ball would kind of move around. And so any game plan that we had would just kind of went out the window. And I really only could set two people on each side of the net. So on the, in the first and third sets, I could only set in front of me. And then in the second set, I could really only set behind me just because of how the wind was blowing. If I would set the other way, the ball would just kind of swirl. So it was a big adjustment, but it was so cool that we could make it work because playing in front of 90,000 people is just something that no one can ever imagine. Well, you set a world record, for heaven's sakes. That's, just to say you were part of that all, all by itself makes your freshman year uh, pretty memorable, but that was just the start of things. Uh, but back to that, I, and I never thought about the win. That's really fascinating that it affected the game that much. How about depth perception? Because you practiced in the stadium, but there was nobody there. All of a sudden, there's 92,000 people there. What did that feel like, and what did that look like? Yeah, the depth perception was definitely a little messed up, but honestly, at that point, it wasn't about playing good volleyball. It was kind of about keeping the ball in bounds. So um, we were kind of just getting the ball in and making the other team play, but I don't know. I, it's it's just hard to put into words, and I still really don't know how to express how I felt that night. Just having so many people there cheering for you and just showing what women's sports has become and what it still can be. It was just so cool to be part of that. Largest audience ever in attendance at a women's sporting event in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that that and, and volleyball, I... I, I was hearing last week, I don't remember what the school was here in South Dakota, they were having a hard time getting a number of players on their basketball team. And I said, well, why is that? Everybody wants to play volleyball. That's going to mm-hmm. make you feel pretty good that your sport is growing so exponentially. Yeah, it's so cool to see. It's around the country. Volleyball is just growing so fast, and it's it's really cool to see. You can see it in the competition and club in high school. is going up every single year, and so... It is really cool, but it is kind of sad to see that many people go down out of basketball because that was my second sport, too, and I love that sport, too. So I'm glad that I always played two sports. So if you're ever thinking about it and those little girls, I I never regretted going out for basketball, too. Yeah, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I didn't understand why that would be the case because they're in different seasons and there's no reason you can't do both. Um, anyway, it... it the chemistry, how how real is the friendship that that it appears to us you guys have on that floor? In addition to just kind of knowing where all your hitters are going to be, it felt like and it seemed like you guys, because there are so many freshmen on your team and there's nobody graduating, what was the friendship level like? Is, did they become like a family for you? For sure. We 
we were around each other for four or five hours a day during season. And so everyone really did just become family. And um, like I said, this team was special in that our team chemistry was just so great all around. And everyone that was on the bench just truly like loved cheering for everyone else. And everyone on the court just was best friends with the people on the bench. And um, there's not a lot of places that you can find that. And so, um, yeah, the, they're, those girls on the team were 13 of my best friends and it was just so cool to grow those relationships throughout the year and just get super close to all of them. You know, the, the lip service is always, Hey, we're going to go there and win going to play for Nebraska. But is it really preached that you're coming in to compete for a national championship every year? Is that the goal to, to win the championship? For sure. Um, Nebraska has a really, really good legacy there and they have had five national championships a lot of other accolades go there but so yeah going into every year we're looking for the national championship and last year's season was when they lost in the sweet 16 was a first in a long time and so coming in this year us freshmen knew that we wanted to turn that around and change that and so um yeah i mean we were looking for tampa's front from when we got on campus in January. So we almost got our goal. We were one game away, but we are really proud of how far we made it this season. So how were you freshmen embraced by the older girls on the team? It was, I mean, they were great to us. Um, It definitely did help that there weren't any seniors because everyone is so close in age. And so sometimes when you have those, like, fifth, sixth-year seniors, they're not really going to get, along with the freshmen as well. And so having everyone be so close in age helped a lot. But everyone just took us under their wing. They showed us how it was done, showed us just kind of what Nebraska volleyball is all about. And it made it a really smooth transition for all of us and made it really easy to just go and play freely out there on the court because we weren't stressed about everything else outside of volleyball. Bergen Riley is our guest, the uh, Sioux Falls O'Gorman grad who just completed her Freshman season at Nebraska with a volleyball team lost in the championship to Texas. I don't know if you guys realize this, but almost 2 million viewers on ESPN uh, for the championship match. That's, again, that's just another one of those pretty big, impressive numbers, Bergen. Yeah, it's so cool to see just playing on ABC the first time that it's been on, like, national television. Um it was so special to be part of and just seeing that the numbers are showing that people care and um, hopefully there's going to be more more volleyball on TV next year. That's right, ABC. I said ESPN. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good. ESPN's about the only one we don't have down the street. We got ABC, NBC, and Fox. So, um, yeah, quite an audience. That's, that's something else. Um, what was it about John Cook that attracted, that, that, made, that makes – Nebraska so attractive to high school players. He's he just has a really great background and he has had a lot of success in his career and so you want to go play for those successful coaches but um so that was what attracted me there and why I really chose Nebraska but then when I got there I kind of saw a little bit of a softer side to him but like more off the court and um, so I really love that about him. He definitely has his coach side where he's really intense and he's pushing you and it's kind of tough love. But then there's also that kind of grandpa side, we say, like off the court. He's just He has a soft spot for all of us girls and he really truly cares about all of us so much. And so 
that's kind of the part that a lot of other people don't see because you just see him on TV with his straight face 24-7. So um, it was really cool to get to experience that other side of coach. In, in terms of uh, Bergen Riley is our guest here, the O'Gorman grad, as I said, she is, uh, she's home for the break. What are you what are you looking forward to the most about being home? We talked about getting a, a break from all of this, but my gosh, it's been a whirlwind for you. You played, you know, you were in international competition in the summer, and things have just never let up. I mean, every everybody's out gunning for you guys, too. Does that add to the stress level of playing for a, a Nebraska, for example? Yeah, I mean... We talk about it a lot in our practices and in our gym that we're going to get everyone's best shot, and it definitely adds to the stress a little bit, but that's one of the reasons you come to Nebraska is because you know that the history is going to it's going to bring out the best in everyone else that you play, and so it's really it makes for a lot of fun games and some fun rivalries. How, how do you have ice in your veins? Because you do. <laughs> it just Nothing seems to bother you. Yeah, I think it's just been all my years of playing up in club and in high school. Those really helped prepare me for the big moments because I was always younger playing on older teams, and I had to kind of just be calm and composed because I knew that if I got rattled and let my nerves get the best of me that I wouldn't play to the best of my abilities. And so just kind of going out there and trusting my training every single day has helped me a lot. That's that's so easier said than done though you've accomplished that and that it's easy to say you're not going to get rattled but you don't get rattled yeah it's this year there were definitely a lot of times that there were nerves before the game but like I said just kind of falling back on my training but also knowing that all of my teammates had my back and that they were all there for me regardless of how good I was playing so that helped a lot in those big moments but yeah, just kind of falling back on. I've been in big moments before, and there's nothing new here. So, Bergen, besides all the team goals, what do you hope to uh, improve on for next year? I mean, what are your goals individually? Yeah, I just kind of want to be a little more of a leader, I think, especially because I am a setter. Setters kind of have a natural leadership out on the court, and so being a freshman, I definitely had a little bit of a leadership role, but I think next year that can be a bigger focus for me. Just I have a voice, and I had a voice this year too, but just kind of using it a little more next year. And then um, nothing really specific, but we're just going to work in the offseason a lot to see what, what tweaks you can make to the offense to make it just a little more efficient and just better for our hitters. Now, are you a leader by example? Because I, I think of you as being – rather soft-spoken is that a fair assessment yeah i would say um i'm definitely a leader by example i like to show people how to work and how it's done but um i do have things to say and so i definitely keep it limited i'm not really a come in and say something in every single huddle type of thing but if there's something i have to say i'll say it and it was really cool this year because everyone could do that and everyone on the team had a voice so it wasn't just our two captains, Merritt and Lexi, talking in every single huddle. It was, if someone had something to say, everyone felt comfortable saying it. So that was really special. What's it like to be surrounded by such an immense amount of talent on your team? It's awesome. It makes volleyball really fun, and it makes going to practice every single day really fun because you know that some of the best competition that you're going to play is right there in your gym. And so 
made for lots of competitive practices. Some smack talking would go down, but um, it was lots of fun, and it made the season just that much better. So what did you guys learn as a team from that championship match against Texas? Because they, I, you know, once it seemed like once the ball started rolling against you, this big snowball, it, it seemed like they were just destined to win that match. Yeah, um, we just really learned that we got to trust our training in those big moments and just go back to the fundamentals. I think that was all it really was, is that they trusted themselves and they were sticking their serves and we just weren't really trusting ourselves in passing and then kind of led to everything else not really going well. And so Coach talks about every single day that the most important things in volleyball are serve and pass. And Texas won the serve and pass battle by a lot, and that's what won them the game. Yeah, when there was about three or four, maybe even five aces in a row, it mm-hmm. didn't, what was that like for you on the court? Like, oh, boy. Because I, when I was watching, it was, oh, boy. Yeah, it it was tough. I mean, they have some great servers over there, and so we were really just trying to kind of fight it up and didn't need to be a perfect pass. It just needed to be up, and um, they made that really hard on us. But I don't think we ever really thought we were out of the game. Um, that was another thing that was really special about this team was we never really – kind of had that sense of, oh, we lost until the game was over, obviously. But like Penn State, we were down 0-2 and we came back and won. And Wisconsin had a match point and we came back and won. And so um, I think that it was tough and it like definitely kind of shot us in the throat a little bit. But I don't really ever think that that team thought that we were out of it. That's the beauty of, of I think, of all sports. Volleyball is the most momentum-driven sport there is. It's not uncommon to be down 0-2 and to come back and win. And, yeah, you're right, especially with the talent that you've got in your team. There was every reason to believe you were still going to do it. Uh, Bergen Riley, our guest, before I let you go, um, how much of a break are you going to get now from uh, – don't you just kind of need some time away from a volleyball? Or does my knowing you well enough know that you're carrying one around with you while you're at home? Yeah, well, so we get to be home until the middle-ish of January. We don't start classes until end of January. So we get a pretty good break here, but I'll probably go into Cairo, so I'll do some lessons. Just kind of don't want to not touch a volleyball for so long, but I'm going to give myself a little break here and let myself regroup for sure. Yeah, like a few days, right? That's that's going to be a... Yeah. All right, well, you uh, tell your family Merry Christmas from me and... Curtis, and we will talk again soon. Enjoy your break, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. You bet. Bergen Riley, our guest, she is a special girl and what a great volleyball player. Just a great person. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour, depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disabilities. Just walking into Vance Thompson's vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> 
Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son, Nick Ovenden, is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> that I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day. And we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have great life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly Four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank, here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. So I was at Lewis today, and I had I was in line waiting to pay for my my uh, my card that I'd bought. I had a guy walk up to me. He goes, so you do shop in Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, like four or five times a week, probably on an average. So, you know, why why would you go anywhere else? They've got everything that you ever need. I, I go there for greetings cards. Lately, way too many funerals for sympathy cards. I've had three this week. Um, and, but, but graduations, uh, 
obviously weddings and prescriptions. Things like that. Yeah, that seems what my I, prescriptions I, yeah. are for sure. Yeah, you know, I, like the, the my pharmacists were like hip deep in what they do. Otherwise, I was going to, hey, Merry Christmas, you guys, because they're they're friends. They you know they know my background, they know my medical history, and they know that I rely on them. So yeah, Lewis is your first stop and your only stop. And by the way, have you tried the Wagyu burger yet? At, no. no. No, okay. not yet. I, I'm I'm getting ready though to take on that challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christmas Day. Uh no, not Christmas Day. No, no, no. I don't think so. No, you yeah. You'll be full already yeah. from stuff. Yeah. But, uh, maybe Saturday. You could do it Saturday. That'd be a good day. To good pre game warm up. Yeah. yeah. Get ready yeah. for Sunday. Or yeah. for you could do it Saturday or Sunday to get ready for Monday Monday's Christmas. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a hard time with my days it's just weird they all Christmas blend together one day yeah it is it is that that just shouldn't be well i'll talk to santa and see if i can get that changed or or somebody else who's more important than santa who's in charge of the calendar yeah 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 i if you know that person let me know but good luck all right well merry christmas to you we'll get you on here next thursday kalen will be on with us which will be fun and we'll talk to him right before the sugar bowl which you'll be at in the meantime have a great christmas to you to all of our listeners, I'll be back again tomorrow, but Curtis, we'll see you next week. Okay? Likewise, have a good Christmas. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Your home is more than just a house. It's where